welcome you back into Iggy Sports Talk and introduce to you a new series that I wanted to start, which is called the Friends Series, where I showcase some of my best friends in the world and we have vulnerable conversations and try and make sort of these conversations normal and, and not make it so uh, weird for friends to be able to be vulnerable with each other and talk about these deep subjects. So I'm here with one of my best friends since we were like five years old or something like that, uh, great, <laughs> Jonathan Gaffney. Uh, but I just wanted to start off this conversation uh, with a mental health check in. I, I think this is something that's so important. And I feel like as men, we, we don't we don't do it as much as maybe we should uh, just to make sure that everything is OK in, our, in each other's lives and being able to talk about these things. We're, um, dude, I don't really know how to answer that question. It's like such an evolving question at all times. You know, like every day is different, like right. ups and downs, of course, but like overall, I feel like I'm in a really good spot, um, especially relative to like maybe the last like six years of my life, like maybe post high school. I think like I'm probably at the best place I've been since high school's been over. Um, like whether that has to do with like my relationships or like what I'm doing for work or whatnot, like I don't really know. Or maybe my own personal, uh, like the way I just like treat myself I guess mentally mm -hmm. but yeah I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot personally even though there's ups and downs obviously that, that's a good point because uh him and I went to high school together and also middle school as well but uh that's that uh stretch of time I don't know why I've been thinking about it a lot recently so much uncertainty really and uh and especially like with the trying to figure out who you are not only in high school but also in college um Reflecting on it, I, I feel like where I'm at right now in my life, I, I, I want to echo what you said. I feel like that this is the best mentally I've felt um, since high school, really maybe in my entire life of just um, believing that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Exactly. I, I, like, sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. But I, that's kind of what I was going to say is like, even though I don't have anything like figured out by any means, and I know you can totally, totally relate to this. Right. Like you don't have anything necessarily figured out, like what you're gonna do mm -hmm. five or ten or fifteen years from now. Yep. Like you at least are content with like the path that you put yourself on, right? Exactly. Is that how you feel? Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Feeling currently is like even though I don't really know what's up, I'm like comfortable with where I'm at and excited to keep pushing like on the path that I'm on and keep learning more about like what different passions you have as well and also being able to um, meet new people have new experiences and I, I feel like that's one thing that I've learned over the last year and a half graduating from college is um, getting out of my comfort zone because you know all throughout you know school and, and even high school and college uh, everything's relatively the same year in and year out. You know, you have a summer, then you go back to school for, from, you know, September until uh, June, or so, and then it's the same cycle over and over again. Exactly, and, and that's sort of how I've felt is um, being able to get comfortable with having these responsibilities and, and uh, realizing that I'm adult, which, which is really scary to say and, and uh, accept. For sure. I mean, I still don't think I'm an adult. I feel like a kid. I don't think, I don't think I'll ever change. I think I'll, I think I'll be a kid at heart forever. I feel you know, that. Obviously, obviously, there's responsibilities that, that are different now. But right. I think I still have like that same mindset. Yeah. Of like, just like enjoying my time and like having fun and, and yeah, just, yeah. Like, enjoying the people around me and, 
and try not to get too caught up in the in the race. Mm. Uh, I, I like that because I feel like that's that feeling of the race and uh, competing against other people and being able to have that realization, that acceptance that everybody takes their own path. There's there's no time limit in this life, you know. And uh, I feel like especially with you and I being 23 years old um, and still in sort of the cycle of of college and and trying to figure out what our full career path is going to be is that, you know, people have this idea that you have to be done with college, you have to figure out your job, you have to be married at all these certain times, but that's not the reality whatsoever. I mean, I didn't didn't finish college, like I started, I took a bunch of classes throughout like probably like three years after after high school but I never finished I have plenty of friends who didn't finish who were totally like successful content maybe they're not even successful but they're just like they'd rather take that path and they don't feel like the pressure and that's how I've been feeling personally is like if you can make your own path and you don't need that then you don't need that like it, if you want to go back like you go back exactly and that's how I feel like I, I think with what I'm doing now like the marketing and uh, the sales and the real estate all those sort of things like they don't really require a degree right and i can do like i can be pretty successful at them mm-hmm. and, like get to a comfortable spot at least and then maybe if i want to go back and i feel like if there's a need to and i want to do something different like give myself that option so that's kind of where i'm at about that yeah i feel like that's the perfect mindset too and, and also being able to use those opportunities that you currently have to try and pinpoint what lessons and skills you can focus on to grow for other things exactly like that's that's kind of how i felt my entire life is like i've never been good at school i never really cared about my grades that much to be honest like i always felt like and i would still learn a lot at school and i'd I'd like take class seriously but i wouldn't care about like the results right um and that's kind of how i've been like living my whole life i feel like is always learning from experiences and things like that and not caring about like the process like the stuff that that like is made up you know mm-hmm. what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah. And bees. yeah, yeah, yeah. It never mattered to me but i still cared about like what was happening in, in social studies like i still wanted mm-hmm. to learn u.s history even though <laughs> i didn't care about getting the a on my paper like so that's i feel like i learned a lot through my jobs and like through yeah. through the people i meet through the activities i do it's not necessarily learning from a book Right. And and I I feel like that's something that I struggled with, especially at the end of my college career is it was just so focused on the results and it wasn't about the learning. And and that was something that now in my work life, I enjoy so much is the relationships I get to make, the experiences I get to have. And especially like when I reflect and look back on on some of the lessons that I've had over the last year, my my first year of full time work, um, it's pretty incredible to to think back on, on how much I've learned compared to how much I would have, I, I learned, you know, in the 12 some odd years of schooling. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And like, when you're in school, you're kind of learning like a general idea of a lot of things. But like, once you actually do a job, like it's more niche, you understand like the actual hands-on of it all. Like, right. like you can learn so much about journalism mm-hmm. and this and that, but like until you're holding the mic on the field with the mass pirates, you don't actually know what's happening. Right? Yeah, exactly. And you just have to learn it as you go and you figure out what techniques work for you. Like just to relate it back to what you do, like what yeah. techniques work for you, like what kind of questions are best to ask to mm-hmm. get a really powerful response. Yeah. And like those kind of little nuances that you can't get out of a book, but like you have to do it in order to understand it. I also feel like so- something that's like huge with that is like, every single time you do it, 
don't be too hard on yourself. You know, we're always our biggest critics, and that and that could be with anything. It's from, Dude, from, I'll never forget my first few weeks at the restaurant. I work <laughs> at, a, at a Japanese restaurant currently, the Japanese bistro. As a server, I was so nervous. It's absurd. Even, yeah. Because I just like didn't want to make a mistake or like, mm-hmm. act funny or or who knows. And like even when my girlfriend and her parents would come in for dinner, like. I'd just be so nervous. Yeah, and and I feel like th- that was the same thing for me, like being on camera, like the, the first ever time. And, you know, we're, we we are the only ones that see these flaws or these insecurities. Totally. Nobody else so does. So much about yourself and like no one else is thinking about like the no. time you stuttered once. Like, yeah. no one thinks about that. And especially if you move on from it, like if you stay there and you keep thinking about it or talk about it, then like it almost makes it more of a big deal and it doesn't need to right. be. Like, I think it's okay to make mistakes. Like that's yeah. that's just like something that people don't seem to talk about a lot. Like making mistakes is so necessary. I, I heard I heard this cool quote. You know, um, you know, sometimes people are like, "Oh, it's an L." Like, no, it's a lesson, not a, not a loss. It's a lesson because at the end of the day, you you were able to use that experience to help you be better for the future and learn from it for the future. And um, I, I think especially with, with, you know, hiccups or mistakes, um, I think I think that's so important and not to you know dwell on those and uh, really beat yourself up about it. For sure. Yeah. Everything's a learning process. One thousand percent. And, you, you know, you mentioned you mentioned your interest in sales, marketing as well. Um, you're all, you're also a server right now, but you're somebody who, you know, as talking about you know what your passions are what you want to do for the rest of your life you know you've spoken about wanting to be a business owner not only restaurants but all, of, all other businesses as well and um i wanted to sort of uh focus with you talking about how you've been able to use a lot of your skills and passions to figure out different avenues and where you might want to go because i feel like i i'm the, i'm the similar way you know i i have an interest in talking about sports and also mental health as well but I have a lot of other interests as well. And it's difficult for me to pinpoint one singular job on where I'd be able to feel f- fulfilled with all of that. Yeah, that's, that's a hard question to answer. Like, I, I don't really have an answer straight up, but I guess that's kind of why I've done so many different things is because like, there's nothing, I mean, as far as I've found so far, like there's not that one thing that mm-hmm. like grabs me and like, I, like, I don't, there's people who at a young age are like, I'm going to be a scientist. I want to yeah. study marine bio and like, I'm going to learn about dolphins forever. And like, I, I just love dolphins. <laughs> I'm not like that. I don't right. like, I have so many different interests and passions and things that I love to do that I, I can't narrow it down to one thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of why I've just like floated around and done so many different things right. over the last, literally the last 10 years, like just done so many random things. Like, had probably 15 different jobs that did different shit um so i guess but they give you different experiences yeah, they all give me different experiences and i like learn lessons from some things that can translate to different things but i still like wouldn't have had that idea um, if i hadn't done it like working in retail is like one of my favorites like working at a retail clothing store i worked at ralph lauren and tommy hilfiger like worst job ever <laughs> yeah like, you learn so much about about people about mm-hmm. management about how a business operates and functions and like what it right. takes to, to run those kind of things and, like i don't know i i almost like look at everything as like a social experiment for me mm-hmm. to analyze like what's yeah. happening i i worked at j crew and I, <laughs> that those black friday rushes yeah. are crazy we're 
absolute animal. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you learn a lot from it as well. And um, I feel animals don't even act like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's, especially when they see the 70, 80% off deals, they really do turn into um, bigger than animals or, or just maniacs. Uh, I guess that's the right word to say. Uh, but for, for myself, um, I, I look at, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to be at like one specific job doing one specific thing for 20, 30 years. That's what you're comfortable doing. Some people crave stability. Right. But, it, but in my book, um, I, I heard something, I believe it was Kevin Hart. He was, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and he, and he sort of said like, what, what, what does your book look like? And I heard from somebody else as well, you know, life comes in chapters. So you, you can really have different chapters in your life of what you want to focus on, what passions you want to, uh, you know, strive for. And you don't really have to do one singular thing for the rest of your life, because in all reality, I mean, it's kind of a ticking time clock and we, and we all get a hundred years. So how are you going to use it? That's generous. hundred years. <laughs> yep. You could die tomorrow. You really could die tomorrow. But who knows? I, I mean, with our age, you know, maybe it's 120, 150. Who knows? Yeah, right. No, but on that point, though, like, I totally agree. Like, you don't have to know what you want to do. You don't have to decide on one thing. Like, you can do anything you want to do. Right. You, know, you don't have to define yourself and put yourself in a box like that. Each day. You don't want it. I mean, right. it's totally normal. Like, I, I totally respect all my friends who went to college got a solid job they make good money now they, mm -hmm. they have to grind 40 hours a week and like do their thing but like good for them they got it down right. like they, they got part of the step that's like into adulthood like they're, yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. that thing and so if that's what you want to do like mad respect to you and that's that's one thing that like i've i've tried to not um judge with people is, is everybody has their own idea of what makes them happy mm -hmm. and you know for me it's it's being able to have a job that I feel fulfilled with and you know the money factor isn't so important to me as it might be for other people but at the same time that's how you survive at the end of the day um, but I, I think especially being able to uh, pinpoint what passions you have and try and find ways that you can make that into a job and mm -hmm. and be able to wake up every day and be excited about what you're going to do I think is super important for sure and like I guess I guess in that in that I'm like interested in so many different things, I'm blessed that I can find like that kind of love and like passion in so many different things. Like, mm -hmm. I li I genuinely love going into the restaurant every day and like working there. Like, excuse me, just, <laughs> just got attacked. Um, yeah, like the, the customers, the staff, like everyone who works there really does make me just happy to work there, and like I I am thankful for it. it. Pays pretty decent for a job of like this level, and like I I'm thankful for it all the time. And I learned so much, um, and it makes me want to like do th things like that when I'm older, like like own a restaurant or right. I've thought about being like a, a private chef or, or stuff like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. And especially like not limiting yourself to anything. I, I mean, that's like for myself, like you know one of my dreams is to be a sports reporter i've done that so far and and now being able to you know i would love to own my own coffee shop you know i've, I've worked at dunkin donuts you know since high school and i think it's so cool being able to have the ability to put a smile on somebody's face and start their day right with just a cup of coffee and um also like the whole the whole vibe of a coffee shop of just like relaxation and being able to do your homework there and all that sort of stuff times, like you me you taylor like anyone like we just like spend so much time at, at Union in particular. Yeah. Uh, Milford, like, it's just like a, it brings people together mm -hmm. for sure. It's just like a quiet, like safe 
space where you can like have conversation, get work done, like just right. relax. Coffee shops are so important, for real. Exactly, and um, and and that's like one thing that also like I think I've tried to do a lot with you and and Taylor and a lot of my other friends is um, you you know when I notice like some of your passions are um, you know. So something something that you're, you're excited about I, I try and do my best you know hype you up or let me know how i can help in any way you know what i mean hype, man. this guy is like idea machine i try it's well when we get when we get to union i don't know what's up with that coffee but it makes my brain work when he sips a coffee this guy just spits out ideas like non-stop but I, I feel like that's so important to be able to have you know those people around you who who can do that because um different ideas different opinions different experiences um can help an idea like really expand into something greater than you could have even imagined um and i think being able to have you know conversations like this vulnerable deep conversations about uh stuff that you want to do is so important and I, i actually heard this question yesterday uh from a ted talk and like it got me choked up just from from how deep it was but what do you want to do before you die and if you were to die tomorrow what stuff would you do and i heard that if i knew i was dying tomorrow yeah what i do right now and i heard up all i would do for the next 24 hours if i was dying tomorrow is call every person i love yeah that's it yeah like that. That, that that's what that's what some of the other people said and um i thought i thought it was just like a a really really interesting way in perspective to have because uh you know i uh sometimes watch steve jobs he had, he had like a uh, graduation speech at stanford and um you know he's like what if every morning you looked in the mirror and thought you know what if i died today how how would i live today um and being able to have like that mindset right when you wake up especially like when sometimes when you wake up the anxiety creeps in of like why do i have to go to work today why do i have to do this instead of i get to do this why can't i just lie in bed being comfortable yeah like Mm -hmm. yeah so true i think as well like being able to um use external forces to to help you be able to lift yourself up obviously healthy ones but you know something something that you and i talk a lot about is you know the deeper parts of sports the deeper aspects of sports Mm -hmm. and that's one of the biggest reasons why i love working in sports is uh there's so many things where where it's just bigger and deeper than you know baseball or football and um something put it in perspective for me last week like we just talked about this not long ago um like when well last week you told me about um the, the guys who like this guy's son died and like what they like they played catch all the time so then him and the son's buddies would like play catch to heal and like talk and mm-hmm. have like conversations sort of like these or whatnot or, or just help them grieve and like then it had me thinking about all the times that like sports were the medium for me to make deeper connections with other people like during quarantine for example like i would go over to my cousin's house and we like we couldn't have contact quote unquote during covid so we'd play lacrosse like across the yard and like like those were just such great times like it wasn't like Mm -hmm. obviously playing lacrosse is fun but like it's being with the people who you love to be with and like it helps you make like those deeper connections and like on the way back from the red sox game like a couple months ago just playing some ball with you Mm -hmm. at a random park like made me feel like 10 again yeah it just it makes you feel like like nothing else matters like you're just really in the moment enjoying like 
the person you really more like obviously the game itself is fun but like every time i'm playing sports i'm just thinking about like the people who i'm having fun with mm-hmm. I, I think um like that's something that like i love about like my job is like the connection that fans and like athletes have and yeah. also teams as well because you know one of my favorite things is like when, when a when a guy who has been with an organization for a long time comes back for the first time and you just you, you just see the emotion of it's like such a, and, it's like a romantic feeling like yeah like sports make you like they make you hate they make you love they make you like because because it's just it's really a medium for all these other things to happen like really? the sports are, are there but it's all the other things in the background that make them what they are right it's so powerful and like the impact that they can have on someone's life whether that be healing from someone who died who you loved and and like you played catch with them or someone like lebron james who's like an ultra wealthy billionaire who sponsors schools and and all these organizations that he's built and like help change lives that way like it's just sports are are insane and i think a lot of people like don't credit it to that sense like they just think of sports as big brawny guys who like yeah beat each other up on the football (laughs) it's so much deeper than that yeah and i i don't know sports are just cool (laughs) yeah i mean that's why i love like being able to like showcase like the deeper parts of it because uh um, you know, e- even even something as like a little kid being able to have the opportunity to meet like his idol or something like that, or um, yeah. so- something that happened yesterday um, at the Worcester Red Sox. There was there was a kid who who dealt with um, you know, kidney failure and all that sort of stuff, and he, he had the opportunity to run the bases and get high fives with all the players, and just to see the emotion that not only he had but his mother had, his family had from right, and yeah. and you know thinking back on like that dark time and and how you know there really is light at the end of the tunnel. Totally. I think being able to, you know, be aware of those and, and um, appreciate those is so important. Um, and then not even to mention, like, the fact that, like, playing sports literally makes you feel good. Like, you get energy out yeah. and, like, release endorphins. And mm-hmm. you just, you feel, you feel better after yeah. you exercise. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like, the whole psychology behind sports are fascinating to me. Yeah, me too. I love it. Um, but but to, to conclude this conversation and, and to, you know, give people some insight on, on, you know, what myself has learned, what you have learned from, you know, we can say in the last year, um, I wanted to end it giving, uh, sort of like what, what's, what advice would you give to people or, or what lesson have you learned, uh, so far in 2022 that you feel like would be really valuable for people to know? I can start and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll allow you to think about to it. So, totally. so for me, it's, um, one, one area of life that I, uh, find very difficult to um, accept and be able to deal with is the unknown. And that's been ever since, you know, uh, my, I started my senior year and I thought, you know, when I graduate, I have to figure out what I have to do. But that uh, there's so much unknown with that. And um, being where my feet are, being grateful with the things that I have in the present moment and remembering that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and everything else will fall into place and all I really have to do is show up every day, do my best, be in action to try and have a little bit more clarity on what the future might hold. You know, obviously when I say like, everything will fall into place, if you just sit on your couch, and don't do anything about it and just hope that things will happen, nothing's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But being able to not um, be anxious about that unknown and allow it to, you know, bold you down, um, I think is so important. I like that. A really good one for me 
one of the biggest things I learned in 2022. It's like, I'd say it's pretty cliche, but like really just to enjoy the journey and, mm-hmm. and not always be fixated on like the end goal. Mm-hmm. For a long time, like I'd beat myself up about like maybe like not really having an end goal or like a goal of what I wanted to to be or to do. I, I still have no clue half the time. Right. Like ev- everything can change. Um, so like just really being like open to like sounds pretty cliche like just being in the moment and like really like being thankful and experiencing everything you're going through on the journey has been huge for me um and also i guess sort of the opposite of that at the same time like i i used to not really be a goal setter and like not um actually more relates to what you said a few minutes ago it's like setting goals but not being like this is an entire lifelong thing like Mm -hmm. having goals for maybe it could be any increment of time like you want to do something within a month something like read a book like that's a great goal to have or maybe you want to be a reporter so you have like a five-year goal you want to be like doing this in five years but like not being i felt like having goals was like trapping myself but it's it's possible to like do that and have smaller term goals and like and and enjoy enjoy the journey along the way obviously and and just sort of have that so I don't know. I guess yeah, I the, last, the last couple of years have just been a big shift flip in my outlook, my positivity, just like the way that I go about my life yeah. and, and just trying to really make the best out of, out of everything and, and not, not be too hard on myself along the way. Yeah. That's so important, man. And especially with like goals, like that's one thing, you know, exactly. you can have defined goals, but if they're too defined, um, there's times where, where, where you can um, get upset if it doesn't work out. And if, if you make it a little bit more broad, but still defined in some aspect, um, there's still a little bit of, of, there's a lot more ways that you can achieve that goal. And if, if it's, if, if it's not so, um, you know, I have to work for this job, this position. And if I don't get that, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Those aren't my kind of goals. (laughs) Structured like more, I guess the goals that I had to set for myself mostly over the last like couple of years was like personal, like mental well-being goals, like, like not being, um, just something as simple as like not being negative or sad or stuff like that. And so I started with cutting out sad music like i don't really mm-hmm. listen to any sad music or like depressing music much anymore because like that sort of just triggers that mindset for me yeah. it puts me in a negative spot and then mm-hmm. i just am i just like can't be positive about anything yeah, yeah, yeah um so like just trying to like set my set my like tri- not trick my brain but like like your brain's interesting in the sense that you almost have to like trick it to do things and like use patterns and and like repeat certain things like um what am i like scheduling yeah you know like the more you schedule the more your brain becomes used to that schedule and then you are able to function on it better mm-hmm. like getting up at 8 a.m every day is really hard the first time yep. once you do it a hundred times it's habit yep. and like kind of things like that for me have been what i've been trying to work on and you're the one that programs your mind you're, you're the yeah. one that paints hopefully. the reality for yourself hopefully, hopefully. um that's, a, that's an important piece <laughs> very true um 
I, I loved this conversation. I, I think I think a lot of people would take a lot of a lot out of this. Um, yeah. But I wish we had more time. Yeah, no, I wish too. But um, we'll, we'll we'll definitely do this more often. Um, I, I want to get more of my friends on the podcast and, and be able to showcase more of these vulnerable conversations. Um, you know, maybe one time I'll just set up a microphone and put put three of us like in a circle or something like that and act and act like the camera's not even there. Um, but look forward to the rest of these friends series. I'm I'm super excited to start showcasing. Uh, you know, these conversations and um, being able to uh, continue to build up Biggie's sports stock and, and continue in, to inspire and help other people. But greatly appreciate everybody tuning in as always. And see you next time. Big shout out to Iggy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.